the Radio Life Sciences podcast for a behind-the-scenes look into GSLS, made by students and educators for the scientists of tomorrow. Radio Life Sciences. Radio Life Sciences. Hi, everyone. Today, we, Heis and Anastasia, are happy to present you with a very special podcast. We will talk about one of the most dynamic and important organizations within the Graduate School of Life Sciences, the Life Sciences Representatives, or simply LSR. It is a purely student initiative, which has become a huge success, has several directions of work, and it develops constantly. LSR represents the interests and rights of all master students of the Graduate School of Life Sciences at Utrecht University. Today, we will talk to Jitte Jennekens, the chair of the Life Sciences Representatives. Hi, Jitte, it's great to have you here. Yes, thank you. When we were preparing this interview, you mentioned that not all GSLS students are aware of the LSR. How come? What gives you that impression? And could you tell us a little more about the main mission of the LSR, how many students are actively involved, and briefly name some of the LSR task forces? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I indeed mentioned that uh, we sometimes hear that some people, uh, either they have never heard of the LSR or they, they have heard of the existence of the LSR, but they just have no idea what we're doing. So that's a bit of a problem we're trying to solve right now. What we think is the problem is that there's an introduction week for all the students. And in that week, we normally give a short talk on who we are. And basically, only the students that are interested remember, and the other ones just forget (laughs) who we are. Um, But this year, actually, with the online introduction week, we made a video clip of the LSR and the students had to do an assignment. Uh, yeah, they asked if you would be interested in joining. So I think maybe students this year remembered better. Yeah, so that's nice. And we're also trying to increase our visibility on Instagram and Facebook. So yeah, we're working on it. Our main uh, goal, as our name says it, uh, we represent the students from the GSLS. And um, yeah, we uh, what we mainly do is try to identify problems that students are having. We have students, we try to aim to have a student member from all the programs that are part of the GSLS. So we get information from all the different programs and we try to narrow it down to specific problems and we bring these to the awareness of the educational committee or the board of studies and see if there's anything we can do to solve it. And besides that, we um, yeah we try to support the GSLS staff in projects they are doing or uh, yeah just giving our uh, advice on things. So yeah, the task forces, that's basically how the LSR work. We have several task forces and um, yeah, we use that to start up different projects. So first of all, we have the buddy program, which is uh, for the international students. We organize the activities in the introduction week or for the people that start in February. Um, so that's, uh, that's also always very nice. We have an evaluation afternoon task force and that task force every month before the uh, uh, life science seminar, we organize a short survey and this could be about anything yeah we just or the people from GSLS uh, ask us to do a a survey on a specific topic or we want information on something yeah we think of ourselves so it could be could be about anything but it's very nice to to get more information uh, on something from a lot of students we have a symposium task force that is working on organizing a symposium the promotion task force of course 
yeah, that does our social media, so the Instagram and the Facebook. And this used to be a very small uh, task force, but it's now uh, becoming a bit uh, bigger since we're really trying to uh, be more present on Instagram. And the community task force, which normally organizes fun activities for the committee itself. And also the pizzas. We always eat pizza uh, during our meetings, but yeah, we don't have it anymore. So, uh... And then we have three new task forces. They've been created uh, not this year, but the year before, which are organizing your master, personal development and student well-being. And and um, yeah, these three, uh, they're quite general, but we thought these were pretty important and kind of missing in our existing task forces. So uh, yeah, that's what uh, the task forces are. Wow, the number of task forces is impressive for just one student organization. And on top of that, of course, a diversity in terms of directions. I'm wondering, how do you come up with an idea that a new task force is needed? Does it come from your own experience as a student or does it come from suggestions that you gather from other GSLS students? Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so that's basically from our own experience. For example, the organizing your masters. So in the beginning of each year, we brainstorm with the whole LSR what our goals are going to be for that year and what we think are the problems students are currently facing. So what we heard a lot and what we were uh, struggling uh, a bit ourselves is that you have to plan your master with all the different possibilities so you have a lot of courses you can choose from and you have to plan these in between your writing assignments your research projects and then you have to try to make it fit and of course on the study guide you can see which period each course takes place but it can still be quite difficult so now that's why we thought maybe we can create a task force that can help with this so now we're working on creating some sort of planning tool in which students can just put uh, courses in the timeline and they can see immediately if it fits or uh, where they still have gaps to fill so yeah, just from our own experience and what we hear, yeah. yeah that sounds very <laughs> useful from personal experience as a first year. Mm -hmm. So with such a wide variety of uh, task forces, I can imagine you need a lot of different people with sort of different skills. How do you select the people that are in a, a certain task force? Is it based on a specific experience they have on a topic uh, and who selects the students for a specific task? Um, well, so this normally just goes very quick in the first meeting uh, we have in the beginning of the year. So then all the new uh, LSR members are present. Yeah, we just, uh, yeah, we don't really look at people's experience we just look at their preference so we ask everyone to give a top three of what yeah we explain which task forces there are and what they do and we ask everybody to give a top three of what they would like the most and most of the time that just naturally gives an equal division for all the task forces so yeah just basically what everybody wants they can do <laughs> yeah there and there are not really a lot of skills necessary for each task force. Maybe just for the promotion, you need to know how Instagram works, but I think all students kind of know. And do I understand correctly that the outcome of each task force is a number of recommendations for the policymakers? And if so, how does LSR come up with these recommendations and how are they accepted in your experience by the graduate school? Mm -hmm. Well, it could be indeed that a task force comes up with uh, recommendations, but yeah, it kind of depends on the task force. So for example, the evaluation afternoon, they can do a survey, for example, on uh, what we did last year, if the students uh, experience late grades, if there are if teachers give a lot of late grades to the students. And then we can, based on these results, we can bring this to the board of studies or the educational committee, because there are members of the LSR in these organizations. Um, and there we can discuss it, if there's something that needs to be done. 
so yeah that's kind of what we do so we go to um yeah the board of studies or the educational committee since they are at the on the higher level of the organization so um yeah yeah that's what we do and working this closely with all those different uh levels in the school so students policymakers teachers makes you of course basically see the the mechanism behind the education of the grad school to which extent are you satisfied with the amount of influence that students uh, and the LSR has on education at the GSLS yeah um well when i uh, started my masters here and uh, before joining the LSR i actually thought that students wouldn't really have a big influence and that uh, well it's a university so what can students do um, but now i joined and i've been uh, a member for more than a year and now i actually i'm very satisfied on how much um, we can do within the GSLS and it's not that we can make uh, big drastical changes but I also don't think that's really our goal but we do uh, what I really like is that with all the new things GSLS is developing or um, yeah with all the things they're doing they always ask for our student perspective mm -hmm. so they really try to include our opinion in uh, the development of the education so um, yeah that's very nice yeah I really like that they're doing that and I think it's good yeah so you really feel that those recommendations and uh, tools that the task force's uh, designs are taken very seriously. Yeah, by... they do take it very serious. Yeah, yeah. We cannot skip a topic of COVID pandemic. You can imagine just very briefly, how did the pandemic affect the LSR work? Yeah, so what really changed for us is the that we cannot have the physical meetings anymore, of course. Um, but regarding our work, yeah, I think student well-being has become a bit more important, especially for the first years that have started. Yeah, they started without any physical education and then it can be pretty difficult to make new friends. So um, we're a bit worried about that. But yeah, for the rest, uh, we can still continue with all our tasks. So uh, it's a bit busier, I feel, than uh, the year before, actually. Yeah. Well, due to the pandemic, of course, the minor projects had to be uh, stopped or paused mm -hmm. and uh, students couldn't start to do new ones anymore. Could you describe to us the students' view on on this decision and its effects? Yeah, so uh, yeah, that was a pretty big topic of discussion uh, also within the LSR. We, a lot of students were pretty angry and um, yeah, they had no understanding for the decision. Also because a lot of students... Uh, for a lot of students, the decision was quite uh, sudden. So they got an email and uh, this is the decision. You can't go abroad anymore. So I, I understand how they uh, how they felt. Also because I also wanted to do my minor internship abroad. And yeah, that's just not possible anymore. But on the other hand, yeah, since personally, and I think also all the other people from the LSR, we see what's going on behind the scenes. So we know how this decision was made and that it was not just a rapid decision based on, oh, we need more spots for internships. Well, let's just cancel the, the minors. It's, that's not how it, how it went. So I think because we see what's going on behind the scenes and all the efforts that the teachers are putting in on also developing other options or new profiles, I think we can better understand the decision. So I think it also would be if the other students could see how the graduate school is dealing with this they would probably also have a better understanding of why the decision was made so it's a bit difficult but uh, yeah I also get the students why they're angry GSLS is really trying to do the best they can so yeah how is it to sort of try and uh, bridge that discrepancy between the, the student's opinion and then the GSLS decision 
Yeah, what the GSLS did, so there was a petition that was started by students to uh, try to stop the decision. But I think the, what they did and what was very good is that they gave better explanations on why they came to the decision and really started going into discussion with the students so they would really understand all the arguments behind the decision. So yeah, I think that quite helped. Yeah. Thank you for explaining this view. I think it's really important to also hear the students' view and we know the decisions from the policymakers and how you kind of have both perspectives and you relate to both of them. It's yeah. really yeah. interesting to see. And during our conversation, you have mentioned a couple of times the task force on well-being. And based on the materials which we received from you for the preparation for our uh, podcast, we also thought it's a really important task force. And we would like to zoom in into this specific task force a bit more. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the bi-directional assessment meetings between students and future supervisors. So what is the idea behind them more in detail? Could you please explain it? Mm -hmm. And why have you chosen to implement this in such a format? Mm -hmm. So the bi-directional uh, interim assessment, what's, what it consists of is, so during your research project, what you have to do is an interim assessment meeting after three months. And what we did, in addition to that, we created the bidirectional assessment meetings, which consists of three meetings, one at the beginning, so before you actually start, one um, at the same time as the interim assessment, so after three months, and then one after six months. And the reason why we created this is, so now you have the interim assessment, which is after three months, but we did an evaluation afternoon, and a lot of students mentioned that they still face some problems with communication with their supervisor, or that there are differences in expectations. So you expect different things than what your supervisor expects. So what we wanted to do is provide students with a tool to discuss these things. And we think it's important to already start with this from the beginning. So not just after three months, but already um, when you start your internship. So what we did is create a form with three points, communication, guidance, and working environment. And um, they can just choose topics that you want to discuss, what you find important, for example, uh, the way of feedback you want to receive, uh, the working hours, and you can make agreements on that uh, in the beginning. And then you can always, in the meetings after three months or six months, look back and see if the expectations have been met or how your improvement is going or what you can still improve. And also to not just have a supervisor giving feedback to the students, but have it more as a two-way discussion. So also you can ask something from your supervisor or if you want more guidance or less guidance, you can just say, well, I'm pretty confident in the lab now, so I can be more independent, something like that. Yeah. That sounds very innovative for education. Yeah. Uh, how does the power play come into this? Because the supervisors are higher in the hierarchy, mm -hmm. how do you expect this will interact with the fact that the students would like to give the feedback, but still they perceive the supervisors higher than themselves? And of course, in a certain ways they are. Yeah, yeah, this is a good point. This is also... Um a point that was discussed a lot in the educational committee because yeah it's not the the supervisor is not there to get a lot of feedback they're there to supervise a student and they're not waiting to receive a lot of feedback so yeah the idea is still that 
the students get most of the feedback, but that if there are problems, the student has the opportunity to raise them. And yeah, so it's just to give them a tool to be able to discuss certain issues. And that can be indeed to ask for certain things from the supervisor to get more guidance, but always from the perspective that it's something that the student needs. So not necessarily judging the supervisor. And when you are saying that it is open, did you still use some method or tool, for example, from research literature, or maybe you developed it uh, yourself within the LSR, but together with the supervisors, uh, which tool will be used for this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for the design, yeah, we basically uh, did that on our own, but we got a lot of help from Renske de Klein. She, uh, she knows a lot about feedback, so we had a lot of discussions with her, what is the best way to formulate things, or what can we ask, what can we not ask. So, um, But yeah, not really a, a lot of, from research, but we, uh, we discussed it also in the educational committee a lot, so we got a lot of uh, feedback on the bidirectional interim assessments, yeah. And Renske Klein is, of course, a, an excellent researcher in the yeah. So, uh, when you have your reports and you also have the uh, research outlook. So um, I think you, you've talked about it a little bit, but to, to go into it a little bit more uh, specifically, what do you hope to gain by implementing this uh, assessment? Yeah, so as I mentioned, we did the evaluation afternoon and we, we saw that the biggest problems during the major research project were communication with the supervisor and that there were differences in expectations. And we hope that this tool can help to tackle these problems since the major research project is the biggest part of the master. So it would be nice if that's a, a nice experience. And most of the students do have a nice experience during their uh, major research project, but especially for the people that have difficulties or yeah, find it difficult to address issues, we hope that this can help these uh, students yeah, to have yeah, the best experience possible from their uh, major research project. Have uh, I understood correctly that the bidirectional assessment hasn't been implemented yet? No, that's correct. Not yet. Yeah, we are going to do a pilot in two of the master programs. So we're working on finalizing all the forms. So they are ready on the study guides. And we have made a video clip with the LSR to explain to the students what this will be. So, uh, yeah, um, we'll know in uh, a few months uh, how it's going. Yeah. Well, now we would like to move from the discussion of professional tasks of LSR to more personal tasks or personal outlook to the LSR. Mm -hmm. And at some point, we would like also to get a bit glance at you personally. But first of all, we wanted to ask what kind of a person becomes an LSR member? Okay, yeah. Well, I think within the LSR, we have a lot of different people. So I'm not sure if there's really a type, but well, first of all, you have to be interested in education, how it works, also what's going on behind the scenes. And yeah, you have to represent a lot of students. So also be able to identify problems or talk to the students. Yeah, and also be maybe creative or think about how you can solve problems, having brainstorm sessions, discussions. Mm-hmm. Did I understand correctly that you are the chair of the LSR, right? Yes. Yeah, as the chair, you represent uh, the interest of, of more than a, a thousand students, which is a, a big responsibility, I can imagine. How does that feel? Yeah, well, I haven't really thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah I, I just really like it and it's nice because I've done a year in the LSR now and this is my second year so now I'm the chair and it's it's nice to because now I know how everything works um, I know what's going on in the graduate school so yeah it really makes it a lot easier to uh, to me to be the chair because I already know how it works so uh. and why did you decide to become uh, a member of the LSR in the first place mm. Yeah, um, so I did my bachelor in uh, Maastricht, so a different city, so I moved here. So um, I thought, yeah, it's good to do new things, um, to learn new people. So um, during the introduction week, I heard the, the talk about the LSR, and I just thought, well, that's nice also to meet new people from other master programs. Um, and I just like the to see how education works. So, uh, yeah. How does it uh, feel to watch sort of programs and ideas you come up with being well considered and taken up by the uh, GSLS? Um, yeah, that's pretty nice to see that they actually, uh, yeah, that they really include our thoughts and our projects. And um, we also, we're trying to um, to really work together more with the, because the GSLS also has their own task forces or they're working on different projects to work together with people from the LSR. Um, and that's really nice, yeah. Is there an advice which you would like to give to our listeners, the GSLS students? Well, I guess to to all the students, I would just want to say um, that I know that that these times are pretty difficult to be a student, and um, I can imagine that you're not feeling as happy or great as you normally would, um, but that that it's going to be okay and. Um, that there are a lot of people also in the GSLS that you can go to for help if you uh, you need to, the academic counselors or study advisors, even if these are uh, uh, problems that are not study related, they're also there for you. So uh, just hang in there and it will get better. Thank you for this positive message. Sounds good. And at the end, we have short uh, list of questions uh, to you. Uh, what are your favorite qualities in a person? Um, well, what I always find important uh, is how people treat others. So I guess that would be kindness. Um, also, uh, humor, I find that important and positivity. I don't like when people complain a lot. In that same vein, what do you dislike the most? Yeah, a bit cliche maybe, but um, yeah, I don't like when things are unfair or uh, when injustice is being done. Um, yeah, and also, yeah, when, when people are not respectful uh, to others, yeah. What is your most marked characteristic? Ooh, um, I think I would say um, maybe curiosity in the, or that I'm curious in the sense that, um, yeah, I just always like to learn new things or experience new things, meet new people, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. What is your personal quality which you are not very fond of? Um, well, I'm uh, I'm very bad at losing. I uh, I yeah I just don't know how to deal with that. So uh, also if it's a fun game, I uh, yeah I find it difficult to deal with. <laughs> if you could talk to anyone who lived before you, what that person would be? Who's that person? Ooh, um, yeah, I'm just always it's not really a person but it's um i'm always very interested in the mayan uh, civilization so that the civilization that lived in mexico so i guess i would want to meet someone who lived in that period yeah oh, cool 
what is your motto? Um, there's a solution to everything. Yeah. Thanks. Well, uh, we would like to end each of our podcasts with a book recommendation, as mm -hmm. you heard from our previous uh, podcasts. So uh, which book would you recommend to our listeners and why? So um, it's the book I recently finished. It's called uh, Zeitown from Dave Eggers. Um, so this book, it's about uh, a man, uh, who, a Syrian guy who moved to uh, America. He lived in New Orleans and then the hurricane uh, destroyed the city. So um, his wife and his children, they went to a safe place, but he decided to stay there and help. Um, it's based on a, tr a true story. And um, yeah, then he, uh, he gets, uh, the police arrests him, but because of his Syrian background, that, uh, that turns out to uh, be a bit difficult for him. So he, yeah, it's just a story on what happens next. But I think it's very socially relevant. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a great writer. So also his other maybe more famous book, The Circle, is also very good. But uh, yeah, also the way it's described, it's, it's very nice to read. Thank you, Jita. It was a real pleasure to have you as a guest in our podcast series. Yeah, thank you for talking with us today. Yes, thank you for having me. We hope you enjoyed learning about the backstage of LSR work. I personally was really impressed that they try to account for different student needs and they have already established a whole variety of different task forces. I also really liked the innovative method of feedback, the bi-directional assessment between students and research project supervisors. I'm very curious how will it work out? And what did you find most impressive, Heis? I was impressed by their involvement with some of the organizational aspects of the education of the GSLS and that they feel they're taken seriously. It's good to hear the students themselves uh, can play a part in their own education. Life sciences, radio.